the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, final hour of the week of the Bruce Hooley Show. Thank you for joining. Really appreciate it. You can always catch any part of the show that you miss by visiting our podcast page at 989theanswer.com. Thank to, uh, thanks to those of you who uh, last week contributed to our fundraiser for Adult Teen Challenge Ohio. We came in just a little under $6,000 for Teen Challenge. Some very, very generous contributions by you and some very heartfelt stories and uh it's been really neat to hear from Pastor Linda Hersenberg of Adult Teen Challenge Ohio that they have received many calls in the aftermath of that fundraiser now that people know about the ministry and know what they do to free women from all forms of addiction here in Central Ohio, that you've called and asked, how can I donate? How can I help? How can I volunteer? What can I give? It's really cool. I love uh, the fact that you guys uh, see the worth of a ministry like that in Columbus because there are a lot of hurting people, and every life is worth saving. And that's why it's so sad that our crime rate uh, continues to spiral out of control and why it's so aggravating, if not much worse than just aggravating, that our city administration, like our president, just plays around the edges of an issue. With Joe Biden, it's like, well, sanctions, 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 banking sanctions. So are you going to take them out of the SWIFT setup that essentially is a Venmo or PayPal for quick compensation to the Russians for the oil and gas that Europe and the U.S. is dependent upon. No, no, we're not going to take them out of SWIFT because what we've done is, is harder than that. So we're just playing around the edges. And here in Columbus, we're just playing around the edges. Andrew Ginther will hold a press conference. Oh, I'll stop these illegal guns coming into town. If we could only find out where in our environs, the illegal guns are walking into central Ohio. We could put a stop to that. So the crime stories continue to take the form of two familiar themes. Young people who should be doing what a lot of young people I watched last night were doing, going to a basketball game, trying to win a championship, or cheering for their schoolmates. That's where 18-year-olds should be. 18-year-olds shouldn't be and down every crime report that I read about when it involves a shooting in central Ohio. But, hey, Wednesday night, police were called to the hilltop after shot spotter audio alert, which is like they have a, you know, a listening mechanism in place in some of the worst neighborhoods in Columbus. They heard 11 gunshots from a high-powered magazine around 11 o'clock at night. They show up. Within six minutes, they find 19-year-old man Demir Thornton lying in the side yard, 
dead at the scene. Uh, Demir has been in the news in the past. By the way, they found four people inside of the house with the yard where Demir Thornton was found clearly assassinated. Just like the guy at Roosters a week ago tonight. Just like the nine-year-old and six-year-old in Canal Winchester, what is that, a month and a half ago? I could go on and on. So Demir was a uh, member of the protests in downtown Columbus in 2020. He had prosthetics legs, which he uh, accused the police of tearing away from him. Video showed instead that Demir was throwing bottles and wooden signs at officers and that his legs came off when he was pulled away from the protest by fellow protesters. None of that, none of that justifies what happened to Demir on Wednesday night. Tuesday night, officers have now classified a shooting death of a 33-year-old woman as a homicide. I would think so. She died of a gunshot wound. Typically, that just doesn't happen in the course of a day. Unless it's a homicide or a suicide. Thursday, the Columbus murder rate for 2021 increased by one. Because the death of a 17-year-old in October is now being classified as a homicide. I don't quite understand how this was not classified as a homicide before. 17-year-old Christian Caro shot while riding as a passenger in a vehicle on the city's far west side. I said a 17-year-old. A 17-year-old riding in a car. Somebody pulls up in another car. Window goes down. Multiple gunshots fired into the car in which Mr. Cairo was driving. He was hit in the head and killed. Ready for another teenager in the crime news? In Grove City on Wednesday night, police arrested an 18-year-old suspect. One of two Columbus men wanted in connection with a homicide there that was committed the day after Christmas. 18-year-old Andre Dathard, or Darthard arrested in connection with the shooting death of 17-year-old Vonzel Williamson outside a Grove City hotel. Gee, what could teenagers 18 and 17 be doing outside a hotel? I wonder, could it be, possibly, gang-related activity, drugs, prostitution? Come on, Bruce. We don't have a gang problem in Columbus. Don't you listen to Mayor Ginther? He says we have a gun violence problem. Not a gang problem. Uh, As of yesterday afternoon, there have been 16 homicides. In Columbus this year, 16. So we're behind our pace from 2000, uh, our 205 homicide pace from 2021, and hopefully we will stay behind it. But as I have said, the winter months are not typically when homicides happen in, hmm, poor choice of words, rapid fire fashion. Typically that happens during the warmer months when day, days are longer, more people are outside, leading to more arguments, more disputes. And solving those disputes with handguns, which, you know, Andrew Ginther would tell you are illegally walking across the Franklin County line from somewhere. And we're going to put a stop to that. Yes, we are. Now, if it's not a teenager out of control and gangs behind the issue, it's probably somebody who's been in prison and got out and reoffended. 
That is the case with 46-year-old John Wooden of Franklinton. He has been charged with the murder of the Somali imam, Mohammed Hassan Adam. You remember uh, Mohammed was found inside a van behind a chain-link fence on the city's north side. Uh, Very, very searing loss for the Somali community. Uh, It was heartbreaking to watch them react to the death of a man who had made a consequential difference in his community. Uh, Mr. Wooden was released from federal prison in March of 2021 after serving 10 years for a federal robbery conviction. They got a ballistic match on the gun. They went to the place where he was staying. They found him. They found the gun. At least that's what the reports are. And this all resulted from Columbus police working in conjunction with uh, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms and the Crime Gun Task Force. So uh, if indeed Mr. Wooden is the guilty party, we presume he will be brought to justice. And I'm sure that is a great comfort to the people in the Somali community. I only wish that we had a mayor who was willing to not play around the edges of this problem, was willing to confront and speak honestly and clearly to people that he covets their vote and say it's not racist for me to tell you that we have issues in our community that are gang-related. I'm not anti-Hispanic, I'm not anti-African-American, but we have a lot of gang activities, whether it's Asian, whatever it is, and I'm not saying that white people are exempted from being in gangs. We have a gang problem. Either he does not want to paint that accurately because he's afraid of violating his intersectionality bona fides, or... Or Andrew Ginther does not want to say we have a gang problem in Columbus and thus have voters say, wow, we have a gang problem in Columbus? Maybe I ought to vote for a different party in my next city council election. Or maybe I ought to vote for a different party in my next mayoral election. He doesn't want that. So to Andrew Ginther, ignorance is bliss. So he must be a very happy person. Because Andrew Ginther's policies are completely detached from reality and effectiveness. Situations like are unfolding in Ukraine where Kiev is under Russian attack and will likely fall by the end of the weekend, where Vladimir Zelensky, the president... Uh, Today, on a conference call, told world leaders that this might be the last time you hear from me, as he is the number one target uh, of the Russian military. Situations like this reveal heroism, and they also reveal uh, smart people who saw this coming a long time ago. Eight years ago, in 2014, the late Charles Krauthammer, in his role as commentator on Special Report, forecasted, again, eight years ago, exactly what we are seeing now, and said then how we should handle it. And if we had, we wouldn't be facing this now. We have no way of getting Putin out of Crimea. He's not going to leave. I think it's likely that within a week or two, it will be a part of Russia. So what do we do? Two things. 
we have to reassure NATO that it's going to stop with Ukraine. That means joint maneuvers with the Baltic states. We should offer large-scale maneuvers with the states that are on the frontier of Ukraine, the NATO states, Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, and Romania. And what we should do is to announce that um, any further step of Putin into the rest of Ukraine, we will immediately favorably consider requests for weapons and trainers on the ground. We're not going to get economic sanctions that will mean anything because the Europeans aren't helping. Number one, order the EPA to consider the 24 pending applications for liquid natural gas exports and to expedite and, and, and have a verdict within six weeks. And second, call an emergency meeting with Republicans in Congress to redo the defense budget as a way to increase it rather than cutting it back. That will be a lesson for the long run, and the Russians will be hurt by it. No, we didn't do any of that. We're not going to do any of it now. And so the Ukrainian people are being killed or at the very least rousted from their homeland um, given no future hope of the freedom that they have enjoyed as a sovereign nation. Just watched during the last break a heart-breaking video of a Jewish rabbi in his synagogue asking people to pray for him and his parishioners as they flee for their safety wondering if the building in which they have worshipped will be left standing by Russian forces that clearly have no respect for religion. But the Ukrainian people are, some of them, going down defiantly. There's a small island that the Ukrainian military was defending. A Russian warship pulled up, radioed to the island, told them to put down all their weapons. Snake Island, 30 miles off the coast of Ukraine. And the people on the island, the uh, military forces on the island, said, oh, you're a Russian ship? Go blank yourself. Thirteen Ukrainian soldiers were killed in the subsequent shelling of the island, which President Vladimir Zelensky said will result in them posthumously being awarded the designation of hero in their country's battle for the preservation of freedom there. There's a viral video out there of a woman yesterday confronting a Ukrainian, excuse me, confronting a Russian soldier, and their exchange translated went like this. She said, who are you? The soldier. We have exercises here. Please go this way. What kind of exercises? She said, are you Russian? Yes. So what the bleep are you doing here? Well, right now our discussion will lead to nothing. And the woman said, you're occupants, you're fascists. What the bleep are you doing on our land with all these guns? Take these seeds and put them in their pockets. Put them in your pockets. So at least sunflowers, which is the Ukrainian national flower, will grow when you all lie down here. So, it's just heartbreaking, infuriating, maddening to contemplate how preventable all this was. Josh Rogan is a columnist for the Washington Post. 
Josh Rogan was a source of truth on COVID. Likewise, he is a source of truth now on the ineptitude of the Biden administration. I can't imagine how Josh Rogan's life at the Washington Post must be when he's writing truth in a toxic environment where they traffic in lies all the time. But Josh Rogan points out on his Twitter account that in 2008, when Vladimir Putin was making overtures to doing in Georgia, a province that he felt like should be part of Russia, just like he's doing now, George W. Bush sent U.S. Air Force planes and his Secretary of State to to Georgia and Putin back down. In 2022, we have forgotten that history, and Ukraine is suffering as a result. It is heartening that some of the criticism of the Biden administration's policies is coming from the left. Politico, just now out with a story that reads like this, about how badly, how incredibly badly, Joe Biden, who Robert Gates said has been wrong on every foreign policy decision of the last 40 years, uh, Biden, there's a funny uh, cartoon out today, picture of Vladimir Putin up close, picture of Joe Biden up close, looking deep into their eyes. When you look into Putin's eyes, you see a hammer and sickle in the word evil. You look into Biden's eyes, you see an ice cream cone. Yeah, he's a doddering old fool, but he was a fool when he was not doddering. When he was younger, he was a fool. He's always been a blustery, blathering fool. Whether he was winking at Clarence Thomas during Clarence Thomas's confirmation hearings, whether he was stealing political speeches from prime minister candidates in England and pawning them off during his own initial failed presidential campaigns way back when, he's always been a blustering, blathering fool. Politico writes, For more than two decades, Joe Biden has disliked and distrusted Vladimir Putin, even claiming the Russian didn't have a soul. And yet, for the past year, Biden tried repeatedly to reason with the steely-eyed strongman. Biden's appeals to Putin's geopolitical ego didn't work. Neither did the threats of sanctions, words of condemnation, emotional appeals on human rights, deployments of U.S. troops to NATO countries and weapons to Ukraine. The actions that might have maybe changed Putin's calculus, such as deploying U.S. troops to Ukraine itself, were not ones Biden was would consider. For Biden and his team, it is a deeply frustrating moment. Their strategy toward Russia has largely failed, despite their effort to adjust it over time to account for Putin's stubborn moves. The Ukraine attack and the risk of a larger war in Europe also bodes ill for the administration's ability to focus on other priorities going forward, in particular the challenge of a rising China. Yeah, when you look at what could happen in Taiwan with China, when you look at our apparent willingness to re-enter the Iran nuclear deal in an effort to get Iran and OPEC nations to pump more oil, to mitigate the domestic political damage to Biden for rising gas prices and inflation here, an empowered Iran is a threatened Israel. We could have conflict in Eastern Europe, in the Far East, and in the Middle East, all on Biden's watch. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.